Welcome to Marriage Devotionals with Jeff and Debbie, a weekly opportunity to listen in as they share their personal devotionals to encourage you and yours. And now, here's your hosts, national speakers and authors, Jeff and Debbie. Today, the Devo is called Productive Seeds, June 7th, John 12, 23 through 26. Let's see, I'll read the verse. Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. So they're um, really concentrating on verse 24. Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Sacrifice releases power. The greater the sacrifice, the greater the power released. John Richard Wimber. To the eyes of casual onlookers who do not hold kingdom values, the gospel is a waste. They see the life of Jesus as tragically cut short. Just think of what he could have done had he lived longer. They believe the talents of many young people have been squandered on religious service rather than impressive secular-minded careers. Just think of the achievements that could have bettered mankind if they had focused on something practical. The fruit of the kingdom is hardly visible to those outside of it. David Brainerd, an early missionary to the Indians of American Northeast, lived among them in a forest while his health deteriorated. He died at 29, having seen only a handful of converts. But his diary prompted William Carey, Henry Martin, and scores of others to go to mission fields. William Borden graduated from Yale before going to Egypt as a 25-year-old missionary. He died of cerebral meningitis within weeks. But thousands have been moved to action by the testimony of his eternal values. And of course, Jesus spent only three precious years in public ministry before the appointed time of his sacrifice at the hands of a vision-impaired world. But his eternal kingdom is growing mightily. We serve in a kingdom of wheat kernels, mustard seeds, and hidden pearls, small things with huge impact. The world cannot see their value. In our more discouraging moments, neither can we. But history encourages us. The legacies of wasted lives have influenced the world in more dramatic ways than any of mankind's impressive achievements. Do not be discouraged if your faithful service to God has imperceptible results. They are imperceptible only to the naked eye. They are highly valued in the eternal kingdom, where those who give away their lives find them again. Wow, I love this one. Mm. That line, we serve in a kingdom of wheat kernels, mustard seeds, and hidden pearls. Mm. Small things with huge impact. Mm. It's a pretty cool statement the way that he laid that out. How many times have we struggled in ministry because we we measured our effectiveness by either how many people showed up or mm-hmm. how many people responded um, or how many people gave. It's, it's just, I guess, our um, fleshly inclination to m- measure value by visible results. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we learned a while back to stop doing that, that yeah. we just needed to measure our 
the value of our ministry by the level of our obedience. Yeah. And trust God with the rest. It's interesting um, talking with mom yesterday, finally getting to kind of visit with her and more than just through the window time yeah. during this time. Um, she was just asking about all the kids and she just said, you know, I started worrying about all of you. I mean, everybody's in the ministry and, and, and she said, well, not everybody is like a minister, but so many of you are. And like financially, how are you guys going to make it? And our church is going to be able to keep paying staff and yeah. all those kind of things. And, and I just said, Mom, we just, we, we have been and continue to be just right in the midst of just trusting God in it. And that if, it, if it's time for this part of our ministry to be done, um, that he's going to show us how to minister in a different way. And so for me, it's, it's kind of like that whole um, part of it. If it dies, it produces many seeds. And so mm. I just... Even even what God has called us to do, the way that we're supposed to minister to others, it can that could die and it would still produce what God wants it to produce. Yeah. Um, and it almost feels like, you know, that whole part of if it falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. I feel like right now, the death of and not for forever but i mean that whole thing of what the way we used to do conferences all the time and travel all the time moving to more of an online type teaching thing it's actually producing more seeds you know to to sacrifice yeah. what what felt easier or to you know more natural, more natural or more um, what we could get our hands around. Um, but that's just like in our, in our world. But I, the, the whole thing of if, if we, if we do what God's called us to, there, our, our lives aren't ever wasted, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, even just like in our, in our relationship, you know, like when you and I, we, we used to talk about how crazy it was that when people talked to us after doing youth camps and children's camps, that they couldn't remember one, you know, point of a skit or one specific sermon, you know, ABC, but they talked about seeing how we loved each other yeah. or how we played with our kids at the pool kind of thing. It, those, those are the little tiny mustard seeds that gave people hope as far as relationships were concerned. So it's know. funny that you said that. I was I I thought uh, two other things as I was listening to you read that. One was how many times as ministers do people get so focused on the numbers and the the big impact that they want to make and they sacrifice their family or their marriage or their time mm -hmm. and their relationship with their kids because they're not seeing that as being as valuable or having as big of an impact on the kingdom as reaching a whole congregation mm. when it's really, if they'll invest their lives in that, the, the I don't know, the, the small, yeah. visibly smallness of their family, the impact of that That's is good. so much bigger, not only on their congregation, but now on generations yeah. because they invested in the generations of the kids. And the other thought that I had was just 
how many moms have been told, how many women have been told by, you know, this culture, just being a mother isn't valuable. That's not enough. You have to do more. And sometimes even being told by the church, right. yeah, you're a mom, but what's your ministry going to be? And in saying that, <laughs> telling them being a mom isn't a ministry. Right. And so it, it, it belittles or it devalues yeah. the, the huge um, worth of motherhood and raising children up in the Lord. Mm, that's good. That, that kind of goes along. I'm looking back at, it says, of course, Jesus spent only three precious years in public ministry before the appointed time of his sacrifice. And just that the bigger thing, the biggest thing that Jesus did was the sacrifice of his life for us, mm-hmm. for our sins. The, the public ministry was like nothing yeah. compared to the appointed time and whether that's three years later or like this guy that died of cerebral meningitis, you mm-hmm. know, people would be like, oh, he went to school and then he went over there and a couple of months later he died. But yeah. if it, if that was his appointed time, right. then he was able to accomplish what God wanted. So Yeah, and his, his, the measurement of his success wasn't based on how many years in the mission field it right. was. It was based on his obedience. Yeah. He was being called to the mission field, but he still cultivated his mind mm-hmm. and um, got the education that the Lord was calling him yeah. to get. And that that's the, yeah. that's the success. He was mm-hmm. obedient. God, thank you so much for the fact that you can take things like wheat kernels and mustard seeds and hidden pearls, little tiny things that seem of little in you know significance and and bring great rewards from them bring a, a lot of power from it um, bring many seeds from one um, I pray that in times when I might feel like maybe we're not reaching enough people that I would just be reminded of what Jeff just was talking about that our obedience to you is the biggest thing that, and I, I don't even see that as a sacrifice most time. I, but I do need to come before you and just say, Lord, what what you call me to, and the timing of whatever that sacrifice needs to look like in my life. I lay myself before you and 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 say I'm sorry for times when I don't like the timing of what you're saying is my appointed time um, of sacrifice, whether it's sacrifice for the ministry or sacrifice in how I can or can't spend time taking care of my granddaughter right now or um, those kind of things, Lord. I don't even know if I'm making a lot of sense, but you know what I'm trying to say, Lord. So I thank you even for that. Amen. Lord, I want to pray for uh, those in ministry that are maybe in um, quote-unquote small churches by number because we know to you no church is small or they are in an area of ministry where the, the quantifiable reach of their ministry seems to be limited. I pray, Father, that they would rest in the fact that you celebrate their commitment to that, mm-hmm. um, that they've put their ego aside, their need to be known to people, uh, because all they want is to be obedient where you've placed them and to be known by you 
and to those people you've called them to minister to. I pray that you would help them experience this sense of great worth and value in that um, incredibly important area to which you called them. I also just pray, Lord, for moms who maybe gave up careers, um, maybe they got uh, all kinds of education and they find themselves going, but you know, have I wasted all of that because now I spend my days here homeschooling or running back and forth to the school all day long, just taking care of kids, changing diapers. And Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just um, overwhelm them today with this knowledge of the fact that they are doing mighty, holy, valuable stuff to the kingdom and for this world by raising children who love you with all their heart, soul, and mind, and strength. And Yeah, so Lord, would you just help uh, their husbands not be so focused on himself and his career and what he does outside the home that he doesn't overlook the value of the great ministry she has inside their home. In your name I pray, amen. Lord, I just want to add a PS. There are some dads who are doing the stay-at-home thing. Mm -hmm. And so if it's the opposite of that, that that each of them would find value in what the other is doing. Yeah. Amen. That's good. I'm glad you added that. Mm -hmm. Even if you did PS my PS, whatever. <laughs> mm.